Hello, and welcome to the Bigger Braver Life Show. I'm your host, Angela Marie Williams. As an entrepreneur and success coach, my mission is to empower you to realize your dreams and potential through transformational experiences. The purpose of this show is to inspire your positive change by learning from a community of those paving the way to a bigger, braver life. Welcome to the Bigger Braver Life Show. Today, I want to share with you how to prevent burnout and bring more balance and bliss into your life. My name is Angela Williams. I'm a licensed therapist, mindset, and success coach. So let's talk today about burnout, where it comes from, why we have it, and what to do to move out of that mindset and lifestyle. So burnout is defined in the International Classification of Diseases, the 11th version, as follows. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It is characterized by three dimensions. One, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. And three, reduced professional efficacy. This information is shared by the World Health Organization. And they go on to say that burnout refers specifically to phenomena in the occupational context and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life, but I'm going to disagree with that. Working with clients and from my own personal experience, burnout can largely circulate in the workplace, but its causes and effects can impact our life in general in multiple areas. Burnout can stem from and be fueled by our lifestyles, beliefs, and both internal and external factors. So let me share a quick example of icon Jay-Z and what we all have in common here, okay? I recently watched an episode of Heart to Heart where Kevin Hart interviews Jay-Z and talks with him about his journey to success. So Jay-Z, honestly, if you don't know his career, his journey, his rise, it's truly a great study in branding, business ownership, investing, creative genius, and more. And he currently has a net worth of over $1 billion. So he talks about at one point how he actually went into retirement and he said, I was churning out albums year after year. You know, he was performing, he was running businesses, all of this. And he eventually came out of retirement because he wasn't done working. He just needed a freaking break because he was so exhausted. He said he wasn't taking the vacations. He hadn't taken breaks in such a long time. He continued and continued in this working pattern. So now you're probably saying, okay, well, what do we all have in common here? Because we're also waiting on our billion, right? But it is burnout. It is that concept that we can really burn ourselves into the ground with our career and everything that we've got going on. So I don't care if you have one income stream or multiple, you are susceptible to this. Jay-Z in the interview goes on to talk about, you know, how when he was growing up, it was hustle culture. It was a a belief, a way of life. It was modeled to him, right? This way of survival, this way of doing business. So again, I'm not knocking achieving huge successes. And I know that there are times when we have to really go for it and do the things. What I'm saying is that if you have beliefs that are driving you to the ground, there are consequences to this, right? You feel exhausted. You're not taking breaks or vacations the way that you want or need. You might get sick headaches. I know I had migraines before. I was ill all the time. Your hair falls out. Your level of stress overrides your ability to make healthy decisions. And your body eventually just shuts down and makes you stop. It hits the brakes for you. 
And so burnout is what happened to me too. So as I'm listening to Jay-Z's story, I'm remembering for myself that I had that very similar feeling in the workplace and really having it kind of culminate in the burning out, the distancing myself from my job, the feelings of exhaustion. And it was when I took on way too many things. At one point I was working my full-time job. I was teaching college courses. I had a, a kind of a sales business on the side. And then I eventually started my own private therapy practice on the weekends. I was working way over 40 hours a week. I was really burning the candle at both ends, if you will. And it was so hard to stop and detach from some of those things. And really, I I burned up all of my energy and all of my ability, which got me stuck, got me sick and really feeling just awful. I wasn't really able to think clearly. I had to call out of work more. I really wasn't as reliable as I wanted to be because my body was forcing me to, to hit the brakes and shut down. And there was a lot of feelings there. There was a lot of feelings of resentment. There was a lot of feelings for me and for the work that I was doing. And it was all a lot of those same things. It's not taking those breaks. It's not setting those boundaries. It's not doing the audits to say, what is it that I really want here? And what am I capable of doing truly with the time that I have, right? Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And a lot of times I hear, you know, I don't have enough time in the day. I want more time, I want more time. But it's really not about that. It's about being a good steward of your energy and what you can do with it during the time that you have during the day. So how do we prevent this or get out of this stuck pattern now? So for some, the answer is going to be more complex and might require that one-on-one coaching support with me, which I invite you to reach out and ask about. But let's look at this in general. Let's look at what contributed. And we can kind of look at this in in both mine and Jay-Z's context, right? So I use a past, present, and future prompt approach when looking at solving a problem. So number one is the past. What beliefs are passed down by generations? So if you're thinking about this for you too, I want you to, to be able to write this down. If you are in a burnout situation, what beliefs were passed down by generations? I know for me, it was you work hard. You work hard to make money. Especially as a business owner, like if you take a break, you don't get paid and you'll have to keep up with that. What's the environment, context, or modeling that's happened? So if we look at Jay-Z, right? He was kind of doing what everybody in the neighborhood was doing as he was hustling growing up. Same thing with me, looking at entrepreneurs in my family who were working long hours, working weekends, working all the time that maybe required some rest in between. The other thing too I want to point out, and I talk about this a lot, is how females are conditioned by society to be more passive, to be more caretaking, to be more perfect, to be more people-pleasing, right? So I think that shows up a lot in the, can show up a lot in in the way that we operate, especially at work. So I made a post recently about being people-pleasing and how that led to burnout. And my sister said to me, she called me out and was like, I don't remember you ever being people-pleasing. And it's interesting because it's not necessarily showing up in the every single day things, I mean, it is and it isn't, right? But for me, that people pleasing was really amped up in the workplace. So she didn't see that side of me because for me, that's where it mostly came out. It came out a little bit in social context, but it was a lot different in the work context. I think that's an interesting thing to think about. And so how is it different from females to males? And I'm actually listening to, in my own words, 
by Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now. And she talks so much about the legislation through the years and how women were were conditioned and we were taken care of because we didn't put all the work or maybe others didn't see us as being able to serve on juries, vote, do things that would require a lot extra from us. And just fascinating how, again, society perpetuates that women are the inferior sex and how legislation throughout the years has really changed to try to help women get those rights. But again, think about how many generations that stuff has passed down where that could be another reason for that overworking is we feel like we have to prove ourselves because for many years we were not given those same rights and that equal treatment. So think about that too. And that, and that larger historical context, that's something that I know that that really gets me when I see those infringements on women's rights or hear that women aren't able to work uh, the same as men or get paid as men because that's some bullshit. So what are we working towards? What are we running from? What are we outworking society's stuff from? So that's something I want you to dig deep in there. So looking at the present, how is this showing up for you now? This is that example of the people pleasing at work at home. I've heard other people say that um, this is what impacts them as well. I also want to bring up a really great framework that I use a lot, and it's the internal family systems model by Dr. Richard Schwartz. And one section of this model really highlights how uh, managers, is what these parts are titled, these thoughts and feelings. So managers protect our system, us, right? And they attempt to keep us in control of every situation and relationship to protect us from feeling hurt or rejected. So also thinking of what those managers are that are operating to proactively keep us in control that can also fuel a lot of the ways that we think and we act and we work. So I know the women that I'm working with, even myself, a lot of those women are going to be in that manager section that kind of fuels that hardworking nonstop relationship with moving towards success. The next part of this approach is the future. How do we want the future to look? What's your vision for your life? I always was saying, it doesn't have to be this hard. It shouldn't have to be this hard. And because I was seeking relaxation and joy and fun and travel and all of the great things that I was able to see other friends or other people experience thinking, why not me? So if you want your future to really be more peaceful, blissful, relaxed, fun, it's like, you know, we're trying to get rid of that, beating ourselves up, being so hard on ourselves, feeling less stressed, forced, resentful, right? Spending more time doing the things we want, going to the beach, having lunch and and wine tastings with our friends, vacations, breaks from work, right? Receiving support instead of feeling like we have to do it all and be that independent hard worker. It's really about living in your values, having more joy, more freedom and relaxation without the guilt, right? If that's what you want, I'm so excited to share an opportunity to get more into that. I have created a new masterclass to teach you all of these things. We're going to dive more in depth into the past, present, and future pronged approach during the Burnout to Bliss Masterclass, how to quit being so damn hard on yourself and rest without the guilt. I remember before I would try to take a rest and I'd sit in my bed and I'd say, okay, well, while I'm watching this movie, I'm going to be folding laundry. I'm also going to be making my to-do list, right? I was still busy during my rest. So how do we completely allow ourselves 
to know that it's going to be okay, that we need to take a break. We can take a break. It's safe to rest and that everything's not going to fall apart, right? So in this 90-minute masterclass, you will relax into a moment of peace right off the bat. I do that with my masterclasses and my courses. I want you to get that moment for yourself and breathe into that relaxation now. Gain awareness of which of your mental managers is in charge. Is it the striver, the self-critical judge, pessimist, you have that mean girl in your head. Understand the patterns of your past, why you feel so guilty for just trying to relax. Learn how to tame your overachievers so you can leave that work at work and reconnect with yourself and the people you love in that healthy way that you desire. How to act as a compassionate leader and create that future vision you want without burnout, criticism, or self-doubt. And receive live personalized coaching from me to create more bliss and less burnout in your life. So you can talk to me about those particular situations that are coming up that you might need that individual support for. So recording this, the first masterclass is going to be available Wednesday, July 27th, live via Zoom at 6 p.m. Eastern time. The current cost is $111. Prices will go up. So make sure to register now and secure your spot. There is a limited space because I want to be able to have more of that one-on-one conversation with folks. So make sure you get your spot now. If you are listening to this way after the fact, do check the website, angelamurray.co for replays, upcoming masterclass announcements and more. And you can always join the email list that is in the notes and you will get all the updates of everything that's available in my services for coaching, whether that's one-on-one groups, masterclasses, all of those great things. Make sure to register for Burnout to Bliss Masterclass and I will see you there. 